Welcome to Women of the Harvest podcast. Get ready for an encouraging message that may not only help equip you, but will help empower you in your plowing. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, everyone. It is I, Giovanna. I am your host for today. Thank you for joining the Woman of the Harvest podcast. Today, we are going to touch on something pretty touchy, um, and for women especially. I mean, men deal with this too, but women, I don't know, we just, we have this rivalry, this competition that begins to sprue up within us. And that's just that, you know, that sinful nature. And so the topic that I want to talk about today is jealousy. Jealousy, jealousy, jealousy. How many of us have been in that place of jealousy? I have to admit, I've been there. I mean, I'm coming from the world. I've came from the world. You know, you, you when you deal with insecurity, you deal with all these things. And jealousy just happens to be one of them. Jealousy happens to be a big hindrance in our walk in the Lord, in our walk with God. And today, I just feel it's very important for us to touch on this. Why? Because a lot of us, I can't emphasize this enough, a lot of us are coming into a place of transition. The Lord is bringing healing. He's bringing restoration. He's bringing us into new levels, into new places. Into, and he's bringing us to new cities, to different jobs. You know, he's just, he's sending us out. But God wants to touch on the issues of our hearts. And he can't send us out unless he unless he handles what he needs to handle where we are in our current position, in our current location, our current just posture in the spirit. And so jealousy has to be dealt with, and we're gonna touch on that. So before we even get into the teaching and the, and, and the podcast, I want to start off in prayer. We have to open up in prayer. So let's pray. Father God, I thank you. I thank you for you are holy. You are righteous. You are mighty. You are high and lifted up, God. And so we just lift you up today. We say, Holy Spirit, come and have your way. Show us, teach us. Holy Spirit, you give us everything we need. You give us everything we need to overcome. You give us everything we need to be victorious. You give us everything we need to be healed, to be delivered, to be set free and sanctified. You are the key to our destiny. You are the key, Holy Spirit. And so we just press into you, Holy Spirit. We say, have your way. Have your way in our lives. Have your way in our mind. Have your way in our emotions. Bring healing bring restoration, bring revelation into those areas in our lives so that we can be free and just walk in complete wholeness because at the end of it all, it's what you desire, the wholeness. And so we thank you, Holy Spirit, for you are awesome. And we just seal this prayer in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Okay, so jealousy. Jealousy is the feeling or showing of envy of someone of their achievement achievements and advantages. 
Another word for jealousy or jealous is to be envious, to be covetous, to be desirous of something else, of someone else. It's a feeling of suspicion, a feeling or showing suspicion of someone's unfaithfulness in a relationship. A jealous boyfriend, for example, a jealous girlfriend, a jealous parent, a jealous friend. Because, I mean, we all know that jealousy doesn't just come in a intimate relationship, but it comes in an actual, any form of relationship. You can have a jealous father. You can have a jealous sister. You can have jealous friends, jealous coworkers. I mean, the list goes on to this spirit of jealousy. Okay, so you become suspicious. You become distrustful. You become mistrustful. You start to doubt. You're insecure you're anxious. These are all the things that jealousy brings. These are all the signs and the symptoms of jealousy. And so what's the root of jealousy? See, I know that the root of jealousy comes from rejection. Why rejection? Guys, I'm going to have to do a teaching on rejection because rejection is like the root of a lot of spirits that come to just choke out the life in the people of God. It's very just um, a very deep demonic spirit that comes to destroy the people of God. And some of us don't even know that we're dealing with rejection. And I'm not going to touch too much on it because there's so much in rejection to unravel. But the, see what we're doing, huh? Thank you, Holy Spirit. What I see what's going on is we're touching on all the branches of rejection. So rejection is the root. So far we touched on, um, we touched on doubt, which comes from unforgiveness. We comes, um, we touched on, I'm sorry, not unforgiveness, unbelief. We touched on insecurity, which also comes from rejection. And now we're touching on jealousy. See, these are all branches of the root of rejection. And the Bible says, in order for you to bind up the strong man, you must clean up the house. You must, you must take care of the little ones first. So that's what we're doing. We're chopping off branches. We're chopping off branches of, of, of insecurity, branches of jealousy, branches of, of doubt and unbelief, all so that we can get to the root of rejection. Okay, so there are two types of jealousy. The first type of jealousy is what we know to be the jealousy of God. This is known also known as the zeal of God. How many of us know that in the Bible, God was completely jealous and zealous for his people? All he wanted was his people to love him, to, 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 to bestow their love upon him, to, to capture his beauty, to capture his goodness, not because he's prideful, but because he wants that relationship. So that jealousy of God didn't come from a place of anger or insecurity, it came from a place of love, a righteous love, just desiring his people to come into that relationship that he so longed for from the beginning of time. 
He was jealous for his people. He still is jealous for the pe- for the people. And so that that's the first form of jealousy. The second form of jealousy is the jealousy of man that derives from the flesh. So let's give examples. Okay. So the first type of jealousy, we have already explained that. The first type of jealousy, you have God. From the very beginning, he created Adam and Eve. He wanted them to be in intimate relationship with him. Then who came about? Satan came about, began to lie, began to deceive. And God became angry, but it was a righteous anger. Because he just wanted the love. It wasn't to to hurt. It was to bring them back. That's what God's jealousy does. It brings us back into restoration with that relationship that he's called us to. And then you got the jealousy of man, which just completely lashes out in anger. It lashes out. It just, it just, it becomes very angry. See, jealousy and anger are in cahoots because you can't be jealous and not be angry. You can be jealous and be like sad, but there's always that ounce of anger that comes in. Like you like it just starts to boil up within you. You see someone have you see someone I guess maybe they have something. Maybe they're in a position, maybe they're in a job position, maybe they're in a relationship that you so desired, but in reality, guys, it's a sin. Because one of the commandments is to not covet your neighbor. So jealousy is when you are jealous for a particular thing, you're coveting something. When you're, when you're jealous over someone else's position or someone else's anointing or someone else's relationship, you're coveting and you are in sin. So the purpose of this teaching is to get us, see, the the purpose of the gospel is to get us to come from that place of sin into that place of righteousness. So these teachings, ladies, are not to condemn, not to beat you down and say, you're jealous, you need to be delivered, get far from me. No, the Lord is saying, you have this root of jealousy. I kind of need you to hand it over to me. I kind of need you to, to, to realize that this jealousy is keeping you from your own destiny, is keeping you from your own promise. So what, we're going to go on to see what the Bible says about jealousy. So we can have some, a a bigger clarification, a a more in-depth clarification on what the Bible and what God says about jealousy. Okay. Duncan's new wake-up go-tos mean you never have to choose between breakfast meats again. Now you can get a wake-up wrap with bacon and a wake-up wrap with sausage for $3. That's savory and sweet, crispy and spicy. It's everything you love about breakfast for $3. Wake up your day with new wake-up go-tos. Get two egg and cheese wraps for $2 or mix and match your favorite meats with two bacon, ham, sausage, or turkey sausage wraps for $3. America runs on Duncan. Participation may vary. Exclusions apply. Limited time offer. Proverbs twenty three seventeen. Proverbs 23:17 says, "Do not let your heart envy sinners, but always be zealous for the fear of the Lord." Wow. Do not let your heart envy sinners, but always be zealous for the fear of the Lord. So that scripture is pretty much just saying, don't even allow. See, 
it, it, it's showing you that there's going to be opportunities for the enemy or just a situation. Sometimes it's not even the enemy, guys. Sometimes it's just life. Like, you know, things happen and it's our own heart. Sometimes our own hearts are our enemies. So it, we can't always blame the enemy for the conditions of our hearts. We can blame the enemy for for stealing, for killing, but we have to be in, we have to cultivate and guard our hearts. The Bible says, guard your hearts. Above all things, guard your hearts for from it flows either life or death. So we're responsible for what we allow to manifest. We're responsible. The Bible says, take down every stronghold, bring them into the submission and the obedience of the Lord. That's in Corinthians, the warfare. That's the weapons of our warfare. First Corinthians, I believe chapter 10 talks about this. So it says, do not let your heart envy sinners, but always be zealous for the fear of the Lord. So opportunity may arise. The Bible never promises and says that things won't, won't come against you or won't even arise. But some of these things are testing. So don't let when you the word let is the key word here. Do not allow to let means to allow to give access to to give a to give a foothold to. So when you allow your heart to envy sinners. You subject yourself to the to, to the wicked one, you subject yourself to the schemes of the enemy. That's. When the enemy gains control. But it says, but always be zealous for the fear of the Lord. So that just means when you see that situation come about, when you see it and your heart just begins to palpitate and you're just like, man, I'm feeling angry. But think about what the Lord considers jealousy, a sin, covetousness, position yourself to be in the fear of the Lord. Remind yourself that that is a sin that is not of God and place your back and place yourself back into that humble position of the fear of the Lord to say, man, this is not of God. This is not of God. This feeling, this emotion of jealousy is not of God. But yet I, what I'm going to do instead of accepting and allowing this jealousy to enter and to, and to manifest and begin to control my emotions, I'm going to sub submit myself into the fear of the Lord because my desire is to be holy, righteous, and sanctified. My desire is to be right with God. My desire is to be in a right relationship with God. When we have that mindset, that shows the fear of the Lord because we want to walk in the wisdom. We want to walk in that oneness with Jesus. Proverbs 23, 17. Do not let your heart envy sinners, but always be zealous for the fear of the Lord. Proverbs 14, 30 says, A heart at peace gives life to the body, but envy rots the bones. Wow. Are you feeling weak? Are you feeling hopeless? Are you feeling weary? Are you feeling down? Are everyone is everyone around around you, you know, full of joy and doing things and you're just not happy? Then that might be an indication, ladies, that there might be a form of jealousy. If you're not happy for those around you and you're moping and you're and you're disturbed, 
then jealousy has probably have a grip on you. So look at, you know, look, look within, look inwardly, look around you. You know, sometimes we get so focused on everyone else. When God is saying, just focus on me, focus what I'm doing with you. Focus on what I'm providing for you, where I'm leading you to. Everyone has a different call. Everyone has a different purpose. We're all one body, but we're all all different parts of the body. Some are hands, some are feet, some are eyes, some are ears, but we all need each other. And when we come into that place of jealousy, we we begin to, to hinder the body from moving because the arm wants to move with the hand and the hand wants to move with the fingers and the legs want to move with the feet and the feet want to move with the toes. But when 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 you, when you say I'm not needed, I'm just a finger, I'm just a pinky, I'm the smallest, weakest finger on the hand. You 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 begin to operate in insecurity, and you begin to to want what the what the middle finger has, what the ring finger has. Am I making sense to you, ladies? Is this registering in you? It's, we're all one body. We're all one body. First Corinthians 12 says it. We are all one body. We should not be jealous over one another. We should not desire the things that other people have. And if you are dealing with it, It's not something new under the sun. It's not new at all. The Corinthians were going through it. They were going through the vision, the scored, and Paul had to address them. He had to say, hey, hey, guys, like you are all one body. There's only one purpose. There's only one spirit. There's only one mind. Unite yourselves. Love each other. 1 Corinthians, Corinthians 13.4. Did you hear my, my, my island accent? 1 Corinthians, <laughs> Corinthians 13.4 says, Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. Proverbs 6.34. For jealousy arouses a husband's fury. He will show no mercy when he takes revenge. Proverbs 27.4, anger is cruel, cruel and fury overwhelming, but who can stand before jealousy? It's all connected. Anger, fury, that overwhelming feeling is all coming from that jealous, that jealous spirit. An article on exploring your mind says jealousy does not demonstrate love as we have been lead, led to believe. In reality, it is an emotional response to the fear of losing something that we are convinced belongs to us and that we feel much affection for. So you see here, what the Bible is saying is that jealousy is not something that, um, it's, it's not something that, um, I'm sorry guys, I, something popped up on the screen and it just completely distracted me. Okay, so jealousy 
is something on what you believe is yours. Again, it comes back to the coveting. It comes back to coveting. We're coveting something that is not ours. Something that we believe to be ours. But if God didn't give it to you, it's for a reason. Because it's not for you. We're not supposed to desire something that doesn't belong to us. If you weren't placed in the position, it's because God has something else for you. If you weren't placed in that relationship, it's because God has someone else for you. If you weren't placed in that leadership, it's because God has called you somewhere else. Or maybe you weren't just anointed for it for that particular time or season. We have to come to a place of gratefulness. We have to come to a place of understanding where we are and what God is doing. Just because you're not where you think you should be, it doesn't mean that God has forgotten you or God considers someone greater than you because God shows no partiality. But the Holy Spirit gives gifts. The Holy Spirit leads as how he sees fit. It's time for us to stop desiring what others have and be grateful and cultivate what God has given. A while back, I had a dream of a bouquet of flowers being given to me. And they were all different forms of of different types of flowers. And what I did with the flowers, I began to rearrange them to arrange them so that they can be beautiful. I begin to take care of these flowers. I begin to snip the things, you know, that, you know, they say if you snip it, the, the flowers will last longer. I begin to steward what God gave me. And so what God is saying is steward what he's given you. Cultivate what he's given you. Don't desire the things of this world. Don't desire the things of what other people have. Be 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 well. Let it be well. Let all be well. Be still and know that it is well. That in the right time, God will give you his will. He will lead you into his will. I was going to say the desires of our hearts, but sometimes our desires, ladies, are not God's desires. They're just our own personal, selfish, our own willful desires. But then there are desires that the Lord gives us that we think are our own, but are actually God's. Let the Lord do it. Let the Lord arrange it. Let the Lord provide because in reality, all we're doing is we're placing self in a position that we're, we're, we begin to strive. I just see striving, striving. I'm going to strive to prove myself. I'm going to strive to show that I'm the one that should be here. I'm going to strive to show that I deserve the position. I'm going to prove, I'm going to strive to show that I should have been the one. It's all coming from a, a, a hurt wounded place that the Lord wants to pour his balm of Gilead on. He wants to bring healing to those areas that we come, that, that, that are filled with jealousy, that are filled with anger, that are filled with insecurity. Again, be still and know that where you are is where the Lord has placed you. 
What he has given you is what he has given you. Don't desire the more. All right, let's move on. Satan became jealous of God and wanted the glory, so he sinned against God. So we see here that jealousy comes from a demonic place. Satan wanted to be like Jesus. Satan wanted to be like God. He wanted the glory. He wanted the position. He wanted the angels to surround him. He wanted to be worshipped. Here he is, this angel of light, who was in charge of worship, beautiful and radiant, yet still wanted to be like God, still wanted to be greater than God. He wasn't satisfied with what he was given. He wanted more. He wanted more. So that so you can see that jealousy actually comes in a form of greed. Greed is connected to jealousy because you want more. That should have been mine. I'm going to get it. I'm hungry for it. I'm thirsty for it. That should be me. That should be me up there. That should be me doing this. That should be me there. It's a place of greed. It's a place of greed. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for showing that. He wanted more. He had enough. He was in charge of worship. But it, it wasn't good enough to him. It wasn't good enough to him. Jealousy, ladies, I'm telling you now, it is a spirit to destroy your calling. Saul was jealous of David. He wanted to destroy him. He did not want him to come into the position of king of the king. But David, what did he do? He had an opportunity to kill him. He had an opportunity to come and 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 to and to murder him and to take him out. But he didn't operate in the same anger. He didn't operate in the same form of, of demonic oppression. He said, I know who God is. I know what he's called me to do. And I know that this is just the enemy's work. So I'm going to take a piece of his cloak. And I'm going to prove to him that I could have hurt you. But because my heart is humble. Because I don't seek to destroy you. Because I am not jealous of you. I'm going to just leave it in the Lord's hands. I'm going to just give it to God. It causes jealousy attacks the very thing you are anointed to through through a relationship through the relationships God has arranged. It is a curse spoken against you with the intention to stop you from entering God's purposes. Okay, so look at this from a different perspective. Your jealousy your jealousy begins to release curses on the person that you're jealous of. That's what I just seen as I just read this. As this is something that we've taught on before, but it's giving a different light. Thank you, Holy Spirit. He's shedding a different light. The jealousy that you're operating in is releasing curses and daggers on the person that you run with, on the person that you're called to serve on the person that you're called to to love it's a, it's it's a, it's it's damaging 
It's damaging. It's not only damaging to you, but it's damaging to the person. Because and then suddenly you're releasing things that you shouldn't be releasing all because you're jealous. Man. That's something that we probably never even thought of. It's a whole new perspective that we as women need to see. I don't know why we're so, the, 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 the competition is so embedded in our DNA. But the Lord has come to break every curse. The Lord has come, the Lord Jesus Christ has come to redeem us from any curse that we may have been subject to through our bloodlines, through our generations, through our ancestors. To something we just picked up a month ago. Maybe it's something that's not even embedded. Maybe it's something that was picked up just a few weeks ago. Maybe a few years ago. Because of a rejection. Rejection doesn't always come from the very womb. Rejection doesn't always come from our from our childhood. Rejection can come in our, you know, in our mature stage. So that rejection leads us to the place of jealousy, and that jealousy leads to the place of anger, and it just releases destruction. I just see daggers, daggers upon friendships, daggers upon relationships, daggers upon people you don't even know, like personally. And so we just really have to repent, ladies. Repent for that place of jealousy and really come into that place of just knowing who we are, knowing what our assignment is, knowing what we're called to do. Rule the day the plant-based way with the new vegan mixed berry from Smoothie King. Powered by whole non-GMO fruits, oat milk, and vegan protein, it's a dairy-free plant-based smoothie you can feel great about. With 13 grams of protein and half your daily fiber, it's an easy way to get the essential nutrients your body craves. Skip the line and order online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. And being okay with it. Because when we operate from that place of jealousy, we are being influenced by the enemy. And we're not sons and daughters of Satan. We're daughters of a one true king, a righteous king, a holy king. And if you operate in that jealousy and if you allow, remember, let's go back to Proverbs 17. I believe it was Proverbs 17. No, I'm sorry. Proverbs 23, 17. Do not let your heart, do not allow. We have control over what we allow. We have control of what we continue to dwell in. The Lord has given us that authority. He's given us the dominion to rule and reign. We have to come to that place where we recognize that and just say, you know what? I'm done. I'm done with allowing jealousy. I'm done with allowing a rejection to manipulate me. I'm done. We have to come to that place. So 
I'm going to give you 15 signs of jealousy. So be ready to write this down. If you're in leadership and you have, you know, you have the flock and you see this operating amongst your sheep, then, you know, address it. Don't let it linger. A little leaven ruins the lump. A little leaven ruins the whole bunch, the whole batch. So we don't want jealousy to then create strife and to then create discord. We got to nip it in the bud. We got to cut it, cut the branch off, nip it down until we get to the roots of it all. If you find that these signs of jealousy are in you, then we need to come to that place of repentance. We need to come to the place of accepting the truth. We can't be healed and we can't come into another level until we accept this is the condition of your heart. This is the condition of my heart, God. I'm going to be real with you. This is what it is. This is what's going on. And I need to be delivered because the fear of the Lord has gripped me. I need to be righteous and I don't make myself righteous. But I can bring it into submission to you and believe and have faith that you have already healed and delivered me. If I continue to come into that place of surrender and healing. All right. So the signs of jealousy. When you focus on others more than you focus on God or yourself. You're constantly talking about someone. You're constantly you know, bashing someone, you're constantly pointing out the wrongs and the faults in others, then you're probably at a place of jealousy. You reject the biblical teachings. Jealousy, if you're, if you're, the jealousy comes from a place of rejection. So if you've been rejecting, then you might just be rejecting God's word. And therefore, jealousy is just brewing up and just created this big, this big scenario within your soul. Bitterness. Fourth is the competition. The fifth is verbal sins. You begin to spew, complains, daggers. Sixth is revengeful tactics. Oh, I'm gonna get back at this person. Oh, they think that they that they're the right position for the job. Oh, I'm gonna show them. Selfishness. It's all about me. I have something I need to prove. Incapable of love. Possessiveness. That's my friend. That's my boyfriend. That's my husband. Now, don't get me wrong. We have a place of jealousy because the Lord was was jealous for his bride. Jesus is jealous for his bride. And he doesn't want the body, the bride of Christ, to fall in love with another lover. So there's that protection. But then there's a possessiveness, like an obsession. That's, it's not coming from a place of love. It's coming from a place of insecurity. So there's two different jealousies. There's envy. There's spitefulness. So that's number 11. There's number 12 is gossip and slander. Number 13 is betrayal. Number 14 is a critical nature. You become judgmental. And number 15 is you're suspicious. So that's 15 signs of jealousy. I'm going to go over to really quick again one more time. When you Number one, when you focus on things other than your, than God or yourself. 
Number two, you reject biblical teachings. Number three, you're bitter. Number four, you're in competition. Everything is a competition to you. Number five, verbal sins, you're slandering. Number six, revengeful tactics. Number seven, you're selfish. Number eight, incapable of love. Number nine, possessiveness. Number 10, envy. Number 11, spitefulness. 12, gossip and slander. 13, betrayal. 14, a critical judgmental nature. And 15, you're suspicious. These are all signs of jealousy. So again, if you feel like you found yourself in this place, then we just need to come to a place of repentance. Ladies, I've been there, done that. I mean, there's so many things that the Lord has delivered me from. And I speak to be vulnerable to let you know that there is a place of overcoming. There's a place of security. There's a place of confidence, of knowing who you are, what God has called you to do, accepting it and excelling in it. Being anointed, you were anointed to do something in particular. Use that anointing that the Lord has given you to, to, to bring change, to, to, to act, to bring an influence to your atmosphere. When the spirit, a spirit of jealousy has taken over, it's self-destructive. You will not glorify God and you will break relationships. If there are relationships that you're in and you complete and you literally like you sincerely, 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 ladies, forgive me, <laughs> sincerely, the like just appreciate and are grateful for these relationships, for these positions, for these, you know, wherever God has placed you, whatever situation you're in, then, you know, check yourself. Do you really want this relationship to be broken? Do you really want what's going on to end? No, it's not who you are. Jealousy is not who you are. It's what you've allowed. Proverbs 23, 17 is what you've allowed. It's not who you are. I'm going to say it again. Jealousy is not who you are. It's what you've allowed. So break that agreement, come against it, and come into a place of repentance. I want to give a couple of more examples of jealousy and what it can do. In the book of Acts, um, they actually threw the apostles into jail because of their jealousy. I'm going to find the scripture in just a second. Acts 20:24. 20, we're preaching the gospel and they just be, and all of a sudden they the people around them became jealous and they threw the apostles into jail and again our jealousy can bind someone our jealousy can hinder someone our prayers our thoughts our words ladies or can either bless or can either curse. And we have to come to a place of blessing. And so I want to give you some scriptures on pretty much on what's contrary to the spirit of jealousy. Some scriptures you can meditate on. And the first scripture is Philippians 2, 4. 
Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Have this in mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus. Oh, I'm sorry. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus. So again, that word let. Let each of you look. Allow yourselves to look not only for your own interests, but to the interests of others. Have the mind. Have this mindset. Have this mindset. I'm not going to walk in jealousy. I'm not going to walk in insecurity. I'm going to walk in love for my brothers and my sisters because that's who God is. Love. First John 1 John 1.4, we proclaim to you that what we, we proclaim to you what we ourselves have actually seen and heard so that you may have fellowship with us. And our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. We are writing these things so that you may fully share our joy. Share our joy. Fellowship with us. Do not be jealous. Fellowship. Rejoice. Rejoice. Be happy. The Lord sees our hearts. He sees the conditions. Romans 12.10 Let love be genuine. Abhor what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Love one another with brotherly affection. I'll do one another in showing honor. Do not be slothful in zeal. Be fervent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation. Be constant in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints and seek to show hospitality. Let love be genuine. I think the key word here is let. Allow. Give access to. Give a foothold to. Let love. Allow love to come in. Allow yourself to hold fast to what is good. Allow yourself to show brotherly affection. Allow yourself to show honor. To be fervent in the spirit. And be sober. Pray at all times. This scripture constantly comes up. Why? Because when you're praying at all times, the Holy Spirit begins. You begin to. You're more in tune with the spirit. Speak in tongues. Let the Lord show you what's going on. When you're when you speak in tongues and when you have that relationship with the Holy Spirit, when you're constantly in prayer, the Lord will show you things. He'll show you right in the in, in an instant, in a second. Hey, that was a bit um rude. That was coming from a place of jealousy. Are we gonna allow that? Or are we going to confront that? The Holy Spirit is so good. So good, such a friend, such so helpful. And we just need to embrace the Holy Spirit because seriously, he's our key to everything. He's the promise. He is the very spirit of God. He is what Jesus left us, the promise, so that we will never be alone. So we won't be able to, so we don't have to do things on our own. So we don't have to do things on our own strength. I know that this world can be hard and sometimes it feels like there's always something else coming up. It's another thing. Okay, first I was insecure, now I'm jealous, I was rejected. And we begin to be overwhelmed. 
But don't take it in that way. Change your perspective. Allow the Lord to, to allow the Holy Spirit to show you that God is highlighting these areas because He loves you and you're going somewhere. You're going somewhere. There's somewhere He needs to take you. And you can't bring that baggage. You can't bring that stinkiness. You can't bring that filth into this holy place. He's trying to give you new clothes. A royal gown. So, let's end in prayer. I really hope that this podcast, that this teaching has blessed you in some way, some fashion. I know I rambled down. I probably went on as longer than I should have. But, you know, whatever the Lord wants. And so I'm just going to pray out. So, Holy Spirit, we thank you. We just ask that right now, Holy Spirit, that as you hovered over the waters before creation, that you would hover over those areas in our hearts, in our emotions, in our minds. Show us those areas where jealousy wells. So that we may come to a place of repentance. And as the word promises, times of refreshing. We will take off the sackcloth and ashes for a beauty, for garments of beauty, garments of praise. And so we just thank you, Lord God, that you are breaking off the spirit of jealousy. You're delivering your women. You're delivering the women of God, your bride, your daughters from the spirit of jealousy and into a place of zeal and fear of the Lord and the passion for Christ. I prophesy that in this season, your eyes will be set like flint. You will keep your eyes on the prize. You will not look to the left or to the right. You will continue to look forward on what the Lord has given you, what the Lord has provided you, and you will steward it, and you will steward it well. I prophesy that every dry, weary place will be fruitful and multiply. You are a woman of the harvest and you shall reap everything that you have sown. Everything fruitful that you have sown. In Jesus' mighty name. I thank you, ladies. I encourage you to join our next podcast. Subscribe, share, download, replay. If there's some things you want to go back on and touch on, then hit the rewind button. Share, subscribe to our other podcasts, um, House of Fire, Isaiah 60, Awakening. There's so many teachings that we're going to continue to release. And again, if you have a suggestion or maybe a question, email me, office at isaiah60.org. Find us on Facebook. Find us on YouTube. Find us. Let's connect. Let's equip, let's encourage, 
Let's go, go, go. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. It's a great time to get a great deal on a new car when you get approved for an auto loan from PenFed. Our powered by true car rates are as low as 1.39% APR on new vehicles. Finance for a longer term to lower your monthly bill, plus take up to 60 days to schedule your first payment. Join PenFed, and together, we'll keep you moving forward. Anyone can apply. Visit PenFed.org auto or call 1-800-247-5626. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Dunkin's new wake-up go-tos mean you never have to choose between breakfast meats again. Now you can get a wake-up wrap with bacon and a wake-up wrap with sausage for $3. That's savory and sweet, crispy and spicy. It's everything you love about breakfast for $3. Wake up your day with new wake-up go-tos. Get two egg and cheese wraps for $2 or mix and match your favorite meats with two bacon, ham, sausage, or turkey sausage wraps for $3. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Exclusions apply. Limited time offer.